I am Jaleel, and these are the Purple Room Reviews. And today is episode 12, Genevieve, Rendezvous, the EP. Now, Genevieve came to me from a recommendation on TikTok. And she hails out of Miami in the southern Florida area. But with a lot of this newfound TikTok music space, you know, a lot of artists, they fall through the cracks. And if y'all have been listening or have noticed me and my taste and my sensibilities, R&B in any type of form or fashion will always catch my eye. And it was her off of the recommendation, such a soft, lush, and pillowy voice along with the music behind it. And the song really at first was Baby Powder, which I've come to learn doing my research that it popped off on TikTok, but I believe it was last year in 2021. And Again, if you've been listening or have kept up any kind of, you know, tabs throughout my episodes, been going through it. So clearly I wasn't in tune, nor was I tapped in. But literally off of this recommendation, I think it came around the end of August or so. I just got back to Texas around the time. And I was enthralled, to say the least. And... This also goes back to our, or not our, but the bigger conversation of is R&B dead and who's doing what and, you know, who's singing and putting out concepts and doing all this stuff. And I can't say I see anybody doing anything like this besides a Kali Uchis. When you hear Genevieve, you hear songwriting-wise, a straightforward and to-the-point delivery and message. A lot of her songs, they come from, I don't want to say typical, but that relatable relationship and breakup and makeup and, you know, that whole situation of emotions and whatnot, right? But when she talks about it, you know me, I love music videos and the visuals. And this is on Division. This is her first mixtape slash album, whatever they want to call it. You can ask Interscope. I don't know. But the narrative goes from being in a relationship and something going sour, a dude lying, and then her trying to distance herself but falling back into it. And I think we all find ourselves doing that. But when you watch the music video, she has such a straight face, almost super nonchalant, almost condescending at the same time. But you look at it in the lens of men and women in relationships, she's almost like that girlfriend who knows you fucked up, but hasn't said shit. But she knows, so she keeps dropping hints. And I love it. I can't get over the colors and 
I don't, I can't really describe it totally, but it feels like, cliche to say, a breath of fresh air. I think a lot of R&B as of late, especially these past five, almost really 10 years, it has been really dark and melancholy, but it has had some bigger and hype moments and, you know, songs and anthems and whatnot. And I think she has the potential to put out, you know, an anthem, something that we can all croon to and be in our feels to. And we'll get to that on Rendezvous in the EP. But her music is almost the epitome of that meme where there's a dark house and then there's like a pink and purple house next to it. And the beat sounds like this, but the lyrics sound like this. You dig into the lyrics a little bit and you hear the spitefulness and the hurt and the pain when you're in these situations. Like, you lied to me and I still fuck with you. You broke that trust and I still like you and I love you and I still want to keep you around. And I really could be wrong, but I like to think I'm understanding these, you know, correct. But you put all that together and her being a new artist, there's, again, a bigger narrative. And I don't know that it comes directly from her life. I would assume that it does. But let's just say these are concept albums. And when, unless stated otherwise, I imagine that albums run together or projects rather. So Rendezvous comes as the continuation and how all of those situations or that specific situation turned out at the end of Division. So it brings us to Rendezvous and six tracks, 17 minutes long, but a lot of people like to say, oh yeah, it's very potent. I don't think it's particularly potent, but it is dense. It does really reflect that black and lighthouse meme. But she gets a bit more into the dance of it. She gets deeper, but somehow more spiteful and condescending. This is the epitome of what you do after you break up and have that situation post-breakup. Now, maybe people are checking back in. Maybe people are trying to inch back inch their way back into your life and you have to pick and choose whether you want to do that or not. There's a track called Candy Lies and she talks about believing the things that her significant other or ex told her and thinking maybe getting back together and doing right and changing who they were and that just did not happen. But then you have love quotes. I don't need some Body to hold when it gets cold, when I shiver. Like, it's my shit. And I even got in my feels because of some of the stuff I'm going to romantically, going to, going through. But we all know that feeling of you know you don't need somebody. You don't need anybody to validate you or love you or love on him. I mean, you kind of do need somebody to love you, but you want somebody. And, and it sucks when 
it probably is that person or should be that person. And you have to have that discipline to not let it be. And it's tough because they're at a point in time where the only ones that did love you or want to lay with you and hold you and be that person that you want to hold and comfort and be warm at night with or during the day, taking naps of such. But there's a song called MDMA and we know what type of drug that is, but love is a drug, you know, Cole said it best on KOD, right? But I feel like even to this day, it's 2022. And to be in love with somebody, you don't realize how much bullshit you put up with. A lot of disrespect and a lot of treatment that on a normal day basis or any other person or people in the street, even people you know, family, significant other, friends, or otherwise you wouldn't accept a lot of the, you know, these actions. And you know that other people wouldn't accept certain things from you, but it just feels good for whatever reason. And you know it's bad for you, but it does what it needs to do. Maybe it makes you happy. Maybe it gives you comfort. Maybe it makes you feel at home. But a home is not a home if there's no trust and there's no actual love. Not when there's deceit and malice. When it's not real or not there anymore, you're doing yourself a disservice by trying to cling on to it and salvage whatever you can out of it. Especially if that person is unwilling to make changes. And she gets into all of that out of those six tracks. But when you look at the visuals again, she looks like Sedusa from the Powerpuff Girls. And it's weird, but it's funny. And I like to think that it shows you look at some of the other videos and just part of the um, Love Quotes video is where she looks like that. And on the album cover, the EP cover, and just a lot of the um, visualizers on YouTube, it's almost as if going through all this with her significant other or ex is what it's turned her to, or this is what she's like when she's dealing with that person, which whether people want to admit it or not, we all become different people when we're dealing with that one person that has the key to our heart or knows our secrets and someone you've spent time with. We're talking, you know, a couple years or more, you know, maybe an engagement, you know, so, you know, etc. Right. But I'd say she looks like Sedusa. But really, when I listen to her music and watch her videos, it's almost as if the Powerpuff Girls were still the Powerpuff Girls, real light, bubbly and happy and, you know, into a lot of this really colorful and flimsy, flimsy and whimsical shit. But they started to grow up and go through breakups and heartbreaks and just more hardship. And you can't just be going around beating motherfuckers' asses, but that's where you look at her and you listen to these lyrics. Nah, there's spiteful, you know, feelings involved with that. There's pain, you know, woven into the music itself. 
but outside looking in, which is how a lot of people view us. You know, a lot of people don't go, don't know what's going on internally or in our personal lives like that. So it might look like it's all hunky-dory, but on the inside, like, I'm tearing myself apart because she won't love me or he won't love me or love me the way I want to be loved. And that shit hurts, but you can't show it all the time, and that's the sucky part. And I think you can kind of stretch that to other areas of emotions, you know, mental health and depression, anxiety. A lot of people don't know what people go through, but, you know, a lot of those things, unfortunately, stem from one person or one situation. And that impulsivity makes you stick around and deal with it. And that's the love. But is it really love? And I don't have an answer for that. But Genevieve has the soundtrack for it. I do apologize in advance if I come off or seem as if I'm rambling, but these are a lot of the thoughts and what I wrote down when I was writing the article for this. There's, in a nutshell, a lot of emotions and all of them relatable when it comes to relationships and these romanticized feelings and how we deal with them. And in, in conversely, how the difference between men and women are dealing with them. I think her opening up and being on tour with Giveon is kind of the perfect example because we get what type of music in the lane that he resides in and she feels almost like the complete opposite, but she rests in that dream pop, you know, range. Now I say dream pop and I think there's a different definition, but when I hear dream pop, this is what I think of again, somebody like Kaliuchi. So this is stuff that seems very fantastical, but still subtle. It feels like you're in REM or maybe lucid dreaming. The videos, they're shot in the lens and they have somewhat of a haze, but all the colors are there and it feels somewhat absurd. Uh, to In Love on Rendezvous, it sits and she's going through a couple of different frames and she's dancing around, but there's plants everywhere in the middle of a living room, but there's... It just seems to be one of those things that she's in her own world and she's creating it. But this is also her life. So this is how she's choosing to portray it. And yes, any and every artist can and should be doing that. But when it comes to R&B, the, the feelings and that emotion, that is the whole point. So how do you portray that? And how do you do it in a way that the listener and fans, you know, receive that accordingly. And I like to think that I have a decent to good understanding of that. But all that being said, please go follow her on all socials. Go listen to Division, the Division Deluxe, where she has Ghostface Killer on Medallion, which is a dope track. But him being on it, it sounds like the album he did with Bad, bad, not good at the jazz band out of Canada. 
And she has two chains on the remix of Baby Powder. So you can't really beat that. But after you get done with that, you get an introduction with Into Her. You got to listen to Rendezvous and listen to it get a little darker. But still feel free to get into your feels and maybe go call an ex or tell them to fuck off. But either way, go support Genevieve. And if you feel so inclined, please go support me, man. Jaleel PR2X on Instagram. Yellow Buffalo with two L's at the end of Buffalo on Twitter. And J-A-L-E-E-X-A-S-C-P at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Who should I listen to next? All recommendations are welcome. Any artists that are listening, send me your music. If you'd like to do an interview, please hit me. I do hope to get an interview with Genevieve and all the artists that I review on here. But until then, I do still record, write, live, and create under these purple lights. And one way or another, I'm going to be nice. But for right now, I'm all right. Peace.